This is Life is Leet, episode 37, for Wednesday, May 20, 2015. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Life is Leet. This is a podcast of nerds yelling at microphones about things. I'm Jesse Hanna, and joining me tonight, once again, as always, is my co-host and younger brother, Aaron. How you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty all right right now. Cool. Finally off of school for the summer. Yep. So, yeah. Summer break. Summer break's always good. Uh, we missed the last few... Done with finals. Yeah, we missed the last few weeks because you had finals and... We have I was to talk about. Yeah, I was sick and been insanely busy anyway, and there just hasn't been a whole lot to talk about because I there was a little bit where neither of us really had very much time to play very many games or watch a whole lot of anime. But I think we've got a couple of good things to talk about this week, so we might as well go ahead and jump right into it as we always do by talking about what we're playing. <laughs> And, oh man, Vinci games. Oh yep, and it's actually been pretty much the same for me this time as it was last time. I locked a Hearthstone. I once again pl- having Hearthstone on my phone has meant that I'm able to fit in at least a game during the day, just uh, during lunch break or something like that. Uh, I've cleared Blackrock Mountain on normal. Uh, the a spoiler spoiler alert you fight nefarian twice and the second nefarian encounter took me a few tries but uh, i was eventually able to get him down with my uh actually my girlfriend's mech druid uh but holy cow that encounter is so much fun if you've ever done the oh what's it called the whatever the black rock mountain raid in uh cataclysm is called and I can't for the life of me think of what its name is. But if you've Black ever Blackwing Lair? Blackwing Lair, that's it. If you've ever done Blackwing Lair in WoW, it was one of the Cataclysm raids. And if you've ever done the Nefarian fight in that, it's basically that adapted very closely to Hearthstone. Uh, you start out fighting Nefarian, he starts out with I don't know, 10 armor, I think. And this is just on normal. I don't know about heroic. I haven't even come close to touching that yet. But on normal, he starts out with, I think, like 10 armor and his 30 health. Once you get through his armor, he switches out for Anixia. He's still hurling fireballs at you. And then once you've got Anixia down and she's only got like 15 life, Nefarian comes back in and you take him down. The... The from top to bottom, the encounter design in Blackrock Mountain and Hearthstone has been just spectacular. I've loved it so much. And if you still haven't bought it, uh, whether you buy it with gold or with real money, it's worth it either way. It's it's been a great expansion. I hasn't had a whole lot of an effect on the meta of uh, ladder or arena play. I with maybe with the exception of the Grim Patron. Uh, there's a really strong, like, whole brand new warrior deck archetype now built around Grim Patron. I have a warrior uh, patron deck, and it's it's fun as heck. Uh, but other than that, it hasn't had a whole lot of impact on just the multiplayer meta, but it's still definitely worth getting just because the 
the PVE encounters, the solo encounters are so much fun. Yeah, and... I've I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone myself, and while I haven't gotten into Blackwing yet, uh, Blackrock Mountain yet, uh, I've just been doing some uh, versus, just getting money, uh, opening packs, doing quests. Yeah, tried to get to rank twenty, which I did for this month and cool. last month. Yeah, and I've I've also been crawling my way back up the ladder. I'm I'm kind of hovering around fifteen and one star at the moment. Uh, mostly thanks to my uh, Zoo Warlock deck. That deck has still been pretty solid for me. Uh, just throwing a bunch of imps out and uh, get as many things on the board as I possibly can as quickly as possible. Although there are a couple of times that that has backfired miserably. I took a screenshot the other day of one match in particular against another Zoo Warlock. And normally that deck can recover pretty well from having not the greatest opening hand or mulligan. But at the same time, that deck can also have a really, really good opening hand where you just, for the first few turns, you get nothing but like... um one and two drops and there are some pretty strong one two and three drops in that deck and if you happen to go up against another zoo warlock and you get a mediocre opening hand and he gets a really good opening hand i i on he he beat me on turn five and he still had something like 23 health and i only had one minion on the board at that point and he had a full board of minions I just got utterly destroyed. So uh, it has its ups and downs, that deck. But it's it's still been solid for me. I've also been playing some of my mid-range pally. Uh, still getting some decent usage out of my mech mage. Uh, like I said, I've got a Grim Patron warrior deck. Which, if you haven't heard of the Grim Patron, it's a 3-3 minion. That each time it survives taking damage... It you basically summons, summon another one. It summons another Grim Patron. And so you can get, uh, in, in combination with whatever the warrior minion is that gives minions with three or less attack charge when they're summoned, uh, you you can just keep going for basically a whole time. It's, it's the antidote to uh, muster for battle, which gives a paladin three one ones or... Uh, Unleash the Hounds, which gives a hunter however many 1-1s with charge. It's it's the perfect antidote to decks that have lots of low attack minions. Because you, you just keep chugging out patrons. It's it's ridiculous. And it's awesome and it's a lot of fun. I haven't played it nearly enough, though. So I've got to play it some more to get a feel for it. I don't really have enough cards to make any fancy decks. All my decks are, all my two decks are just a random mishmash of cards that I've managed to collect during my time playing Hearthstone. Yeah, I, you you can build really good decks just with the basic cards that you unlock. Like my priest deck is still just a basic deck. I've thought about going through and building, uh, building one with some some of the cards that I've collected, and I have spent some real money on card packs. Uh, I haven't spent any real money on arena runs. When I've had gold, I've mostly spent it on arena runs, actually, because uh, you get a pack, and at the very least, you get a bit of extra gold or a bit of extra dust out of it. Uh, my <laughs> my record for arena wins in a single run is four, so I'm not very good at it, but uh, 
And it's also nice to do that uh, for doing just the daily quests that are win two with whatever class. Yeah, that, I do those. They're, they're pretty nice. I do those in arena sometimes. I do do all of the quests. So I've got a decent amount of gold, a decent amount of dust, and I've got a pretty substantial card collection uh, that uh, I can either use directly to build or can disenchant some cards to get dust to build. Pretty much, uh, I... Well, I've I've done that so far to build uh, all of the decks that I've really felt like I've needed so far. So that's, but for for all of that, I'm still only hovering really around uh, 15 in on the ladder at the moment, and I think that's about the highest that I've managed to finish a season. And we're coming up on about the last week and a half of the season, so I don't know if I'm going to make. I actually I think right now I'm 16, so I don't know if I'm going to push and try to get to 15 or even 14 this season, or or what I'm going to do. I don't know yet, but I've, I've still been playing a ton of Hearthstone and having a lot of fun with it. I've also been playing a fair amount of Heroes of the Storm lately. I mentioned a while ago that I'd been wanting to just sit down and get back into it. Yeah, and, and we've streamed it a couple times. Yeah, we've, we've done that a couple of evenings. Uh, again, Instead keep of a eye. podcast. Yep. <laughs> no one will ever know. Yeah, the, yeah, the past couple of weeks we've done a heroes stream uh, and that's been a lot of fun uh, i've <laughs> in excuse me uh, in a in a practice match one time uh i playing as vala which is the demon hunter from diablo 3 i finished a game with 23 takedowns and zero deaths <laughs> and so i from there uh in the streaming that aaron and i've done i've we've mostly done co-op and or whatever co-op is called now, I forget. And I've I've had kind of mixed uh, versus AI. That's what it's versus called. Versus AI. Okay. Uh, we've had kind I've had kind of mixed success in that mode. Uh, when I've played as an assassin like Vala or Rainer, I've done all right. But when I've tried to go in there with Elite Torn Chieftain or Muradin or Malfurion, I not not so much. I it could just be that I haven't found a warrior or a support that I really click with yet. But as it stands right now, I'd have to say that I'm, de I'm pretty sure I'm an assassin main in heroes. Cause I, with, with Vala, it just makes sense. I could be because I've played so much demon hunter and because the controls are basically identical, uh, just shifted down a row on the keyboard from Diablo three. But I, it, that that one has really just clicked with me, and so I'd I'd have to say that's probably my main character at this point. Uh, yeah, I play I, I've mainly what I've just been doing in heroes is dailies and uh, leveling up Illidan because I play him the most out of any other character that I own. Yeah, you've got the Illidan master. He's like my favorite Warcraft character. Period. Yeah, Illidan's so. pretty badass. Uh, <laughs> and I've just been leveling up him up to try and get his master skin, which I have the gold for. I just mm -hmm. need to get to level 10. Although, if I get 1,500 gold, I can also be able to get Kale Foss. So, Ooh. <laughs> tough decisions. Tough decisions, indeed. But, yeah, I, between between practice and co-op, I, I I feel like I've got a pretty solid handle on it. I, I'm doing some of the dailies. I don't have a whole lot of time, but I'm usually able to knock, knock a daily out once or twice a few times a week. So I I think I'm just about due to have my hopes and dreams crushed against human opponents. So Oh, I've had that happen already. I may maybe you get uh, used to it. 
So maybe later this week or maybe over the weekend, something like that, we we might try to do another Heroes stream and uh, jump into uh, jump match. into a quick match and see how it goes. See how, yeah. see how horribly I managed to do in a quick match. Yeah. Uh, but in when we play Heroes, we do hang out in the uh, A-Move TV and Frog Pants channels, and I definitely recommend those. Those are really good channels, too. Uh, the A Move TV channel, especially, is a good channel. Oh, there's an to... A Move TV channel. Yeah, I thought I thought there was just an A Move channel without the TV part. No, it's it's A Move TV. Unless I'm thinking of it wrong. No, it Maybe it, it is A Move TV, and they maybe they... I'm just dumb. But then again, that would be nothing new. Well, the, on on every episode of Into the Nexus, they say join slash join A Move TV. So that's that's I'll, how I'll I... have to check. I'll have to check after this. Then. Uh, that's that's how I remember it. But it's definitely A Move TV. So okay. Uh, but so yeah. I remember joining in a move chat. I'm yeah, no, it's not exactly it, sure if it's a move TV. It is a move TV. So anyway, I'm pretty uh, sure it is, but I have to check. Any, any anyone could who, just be being derp. Anyone who's interested, whenever we uh, whenever we get on in stream, we'll usually look for more in the a move TV or the Frog Pants channel. So uh, hang out in those if you want to uh, jump into a game with us sometime when we when we happen to be streaming. And uh, I've also been playing a decent amount of MLB 15 The Show. I started a new season mode with the Chicago Cubs now that their uh, young, their uh, new prospects have been called up from the minor leagues and have been added to the game. Uh, so been having fun with that, and that's still the the best baseball uh, video game that I've played anyway. So I've been having a lot of fun with that too. Uh, what about you, Aaron? Looks like you've been pretty busy now that now that school's now over that school's for the summer. Out. Uh, well, first off, I got to I've been playing a little bit more WoW recently. Max level hype, new Nagrand hype because I just got to that zone. Excellent heroics raids and a legendary ring quest I can't do yet. Hype. <laughs> yeah, I've because got... my item level isn't high enough. I've got to get back into the um. The legendary ring quest line, and a good way actually to get your um, to get your eye level up is to just always uh, max out all of, max all your uh garrison followers out, get them all up to max level, get them all geared up, and send them on gear runs. Uh, oh yeah, no, I do I do that. I do garrison missions pretty much in the background as I play. Yeah, so, yeah. So uh, I've been. I've barely been playing any WoW at all, but uh, when I do, I, I try to jump in at least once a day or once every other day just to uh, do garrison missions. And I've I've got a pretty decent. Uh, I'm I'm trying to look it up right now, but um, I've got a pretty decent item level on my rogue just because I've been keeping up with uh, garrison missions with getting gear from those, and I'm even doing some raid. Uh, sending followers on some raid missions now. So I'm getting some some LFR quality gear out of that and I'm e even though I've barely had any time to play, I'm still uh, geared up well enough to do uh I think the 6.0 LFR at least. I I haven't done any of the 6.1 content, but it it's a it's a decent way to keep your item level up and be able to stay in fairly current content. Yeah. I'll need to keep that in mind. So yeah, if if, if you're having trouble uh, getting leveled up, that's that's the way to do it, really. 
is with garrisons. Yeah, I'm at. I'm at just said? okay. It is what you just said. Yeah, I with, tuned out for a sec with garrisons. Uh, and yeah, yeah. I'm at I'm at six thirty six item level right now, and most of that really is thanks to just garrison missions. So that's that's one way to do that. Yeah, just make sure you're doing your garrison dailies. Mm. And then uh, the other thing that I've been playing this week is uh, Monster Hunter Four Ultimate, which came out for the 3DS in February. I don't yeah, remember. If it's I... been out a little while. Been a few months at least. Well, no, I don't think I talk about this game on the show. I don't I think about you have. its predecessor, which was Three Ultimate. Yeah. Well, if you're in Japan, it was technically Monster Hunter Four, the original version. Well, but that didn't come out in the states. So anyway, uh, Monster Hunter, the the title says it all. Really, you kill giant monsters. You make armor and weapons from their skin and claws. Repeat. Uh, question mark, question mark, question mark, and non-profit. <laughs> exactly. It's, uh, one thing about Monster Hunter 4, Monster Hunter in general, is that it's a it's got an extremely steep learning curve. Like, you know, you know mm. how MOBAs tend to yeah. be a very I, tend in, to have a very high learning curve? Intimidating as hell. Take that and multiply it by 10, and you have Monster Hunter. Right. Uh, but Monster Hunter 4 is probably the easiest one to get into, because they take because they uh, make sure to explain everything. Like, yeah. oh, here's what, here's how crafting armor and stuff works, and here's how quests work and all this stuff. And then there's whole like the whole control, and then there's the controls, which is another issue. Um, right. But uh, you you control the camera mainly with the 3ds's D-pad or with a D-pad that's on the touch screen, but I. But lately, I've been thinking of getting a new 3DS XL for the C-Stick that I has to get better camera control. Mm-hmm. That and the circle pad on my old 3DS is kind of kind of uh, kinda, worn out. Kind of worn out. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't had that problem yet on my 3DS. Uh, I, have the, I still have the Pokemon X 3DS XL. Well, uh, I've owned mine for about two years longer than you've had yours. So yeah, that's mine's gotten a fair bit more use. That's true too. I I got mine specifically for po- Pokemon X and Y when those games came out. I like the day that they came out. Yeah, uh, is when I I think I'd ordered it from. I don't remember. I think it was GameStop. I'd ordered it online, and it arrived like the day before the games came out, and then. I went to Fry's Electronics, bought a uh, 32 gig SD card, and then at midnight bought and downloaded the games from the eShop on yeah. the SD card. Yeah, Monster Hunter 4 is... If if you're able to get into it, it's definitely a fun game, but you, you won't be blamed if you can't, because it's kind of a thing to wrap your head around. Yeah. It is kind of a giant dragon monster to wrap your head around. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've got the demo for it on my 3DS. I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I'll I'll the, check the, it out. The, the demo is kind of a nice way to get into it. Yeah. It lets you play online with friends who also have the demo, which I don't anymore. I got rid of I got rid of it okay. as soon as I got the game. Yeah. But anyway. But yeah, I'll 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 check out the demo for that. Uh would would going back to the way you kind of compared the learning curve to like a MOBA. Uh, w- would you say that harder. Monster Hunter 4 kind of tries to do the same sort of thing for Monster Hunter that Heroes does with uh, MOBAs and just trying to make it a bit more accessible to get into? Is Was that a decent comparison? I mean... Or not really? I played a little bit of 3, 
Ultimate, and that one was really hard for me to get into, if only because uh, walls of text, which are surprisingly <laughs> existence for a game that's mainly about killing monsters. Yeah. But 4 spreads its beginning out a little bit more, and Monster Hunter, I guess, has sort of had a reputation for uh, being... for. Uh, Catering more or less to the people that have played it since, like, the early days of the series, back when it was on the PlayStation 2, so... Right. right. Yeah. Alright, well, I was I was just wondering if that would be a decent comparison to make. Uh, well, probably not. In retrospect, yeah. that was probably not a very good comparison. Well, it, 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 you're just making the very general point that it has... It has that learning, kind of steep learning curve. A learning curve. That yes. sort of it's barrier. A very to high learning curve. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's all I was wondering. Uh, yeah. As as for the new 3ds XL, and I as I mentioned, my uh, my 3ds is still holding up. But I did at uh, Target, local Target, uh, one time, and they they had one of the new 3ds's on display. And the one thing that I'd heard a lot of really good things about was the new 3D. Uh, the face tracking 3D tech on the new 3DS, mm, and so yeah. I, I wanted to try that out, and and I got an opportunity to to do that at this Target, and it actually works really well. And I haven't had a whole lot of trouble with the 3D on just the XL that I have, although it is kind of a pain sometimes, like be laying in bed and have to, uh, if you shift just a little bit to the wrong angle. It, you lose the 3D effect. So that is kind of annoying. But I haven't had a huge problem with it. But even so, the clarity and just the ability to move your head around and move the 3DS around and not have to find and stay perfectly still in that one sweet spot just for the 3DS, just for the 3D effect to work. Uh, was so much better and the 3d itself uh, i'd swear looked better than it does on the the original 3ds and xl so i uh, i've been a little i'm not going to and for for reasons that i'm sure i'll talk about on a future episode but can't right now so uh pull that johnson for what it's worth while i can uh but i i've been tempted into want to get one of the new ones just because the 3D looks so so much better on it. Yeah, I kind of want to get one because the more buttons and the better processor. Because whenever I've booted well, yeah. up Smash Brothers on my old 3DS, it would always Ooh. take a while to load. That, and... that that's true. Yeah. The uh, yeah. Smash Brothers is a bit of a dinosaur on the uh, on the original 3DS. It's strange because you wouldn't think of it that way because it's primarily a 2D game with 3D models running around on a 2D plane. Well, it. But even then, you're nah. looking at it from a fixed camera position, but there is a lot of stuff going on in it. So I can see how it's fairly resource intensive for the True. system. So I, I, I do kind of understand how it is that it manages to make the old, th the old 3DS chug. That that doesn't mean that it's not still a pain in the ass for it to chug that much when you're trying to play it. Mm. But. So yeah, I, I I may get a new 3ds, one of the new 3ds's. Uh, once once more, once games are coming out that I want to play that really greatly benefit from the new 3ds, uh, like the new C stick or well, the I can faster tell you now, processor. Monster Hunter benefits Just, from it 
because you don't well, have yeah. to use the D-pad to move the camera. You could just use that C stick. Yeah. That's so, kind of why I want it. Yeah, so I I don't think I'm going to get right away. I think it's kind of in the same boat for me as the original 3DS was, that it, it's probably going to be when a Pokemon game comes out that needs the new 3DS is likely when I'm going to upgrade. And, and speaking of Pokemon, uh, real quick detour. We don't have this in the notes, but think we're going to get anything at E3? Um, in general or Pokemon-wise? No, uh, talking about Pokemon specifically. I mean, we can talk about E3. I, I, don't, I don't even remember when it is. Episode, isn't isn't yeah. it this weekend? Um, well, I mean, we saw auras at E3, so getting something isn't out of the question. I think I heard somewhere that uh, Satoshi Dejiri, I think, uh, was going to appear hmm. at E3, but I don't re- know for certain. No, I hadn't heard that, and that's interesting, because that, that would be a pretty clear indicator to me. Well, I mean, that... it was something that I saw on the internet, so take well, it for what it's worth. I'd, okay, that, that's that's a good point. Uh, if if that does end up being the thing, then uh, I could see... Um... No, I, I, I could definitely see that being a pretty good indicator that there's going to be something to do with Pokemon. But yeah, probably. I, uh, it's June 16 through 18 is when E3 is. So probably right before it is when we'll talk about uh, what we really expect from E3. Uh, and obviously we'll talk afterwards about what we got out of it. Uh, I just wanted to bring that up real quick, see if you had any just passing thoughts on whether whether or not you think we're going to get I mean, anything from there considering we got it last year i wouldn't be too terribly surprised if we got it this year but yeah at the same time they've had a track record of not actually being at e3 for anything major so i think it was right i'm about, not holding my breath too much wasn't it right about this time last year that oris was uh was announced. I think I yep. thought it was in mid year ago this month, not this day. Okay, exactly, yeah, but still. Yeah, I I thought so. I thought it was about mid May. So uh, if if they were to announce something at E three, it would be a month later ish than when they yeah. announced. I'm willing to bet though that if we don't get something at E three, we might not get something this year. Period. Which oh yeah, eh, I might be okay with that if only because it gives Gabe Freak a chance to kind of no, to that... kind of polish out the next one they're they're working on they're working on something i i guarantee that they are working on uh whether it's a a theoretical pokemon z follow-up to x and y or whether it's generation seven i Uh, doubt we're getting it this soon yeah they, they are working on something if they haven't announced it by now they usually give at least six six or seven months from the announcement until the release date. So if we haven't heard anything, well, no, five or six months, something like that, a, about half a year. And so yeah. if we haven't heard anything by now, they may announce something next month, and they may target a, a holiday season release or next year. Maybe. Uh, of uh, no, a holiday 2015, Christmas ish 2015 release. True. So that's a possibility. But I think I, I, I agree that if we don't get anything at E3, then we're not going to get something this year. But we probably will next year. That's that's my guess. Mm-hmm. I, we we have been kind of spoiled, though, with getting a new Pokemon release every year. I, yeah. It's been nice, but I you can't really have expected them to keep up the Call of Duty release cycle for 
the Pokemon games. It, it just doesn't lend itself to that. Call of Duty, you slap new dialogue, uh, new skins, and uh, new... Well, I guess really just new dialogue and new skins on the same game uh, and crank it out once a year or so. Uh, but Pokemon just doesn't lend itself as well to that. Because, uh, yeah, yeah you, you, it's, it's, this, it's all the same stuff at the core, but they, they do at least do a fair amount of original design uh, in, to put into each generation. So, so we'll see. We'll we'll see uh, what happens. Uh, that was a bit of a detour. Uh, so let's yep. let's go ahead and move on to uh, the next stuff. Okay. And by the next stuff, I mean uh, not not even actually an anime, but a manga that I read recently that I want to talk about real quick. It's called Cage of Eden, or the Japanese title is Eden no Ori. Uh, which literally translates to Cage of Eden. Uh, the premise for it is that a plane carrying a class of first-year high school students coming back from a school trip to Guam crashes on a remote Pacific island uh, on its way back from Guam to Japan. And the student who is kind of known, as, the boy who's kind of known as the class prankster becomes an unlikely leader of his peers and the other passengers as they try to figure out all of the mysteries of the island and as they try to survive the prehistoric animals that rule the island. So uh, there, there are many levels of mystery going on. Uh, almost least among which, though it does turn out to be pretty important, uh, is the fact that there are all of these animals going almost as far back as the dinosaurs, uh, roaming all over the island, or supposedly extinct prehistoric animals roaming the island. Uh, it, on the surface, it's kind of a cross between Lost and Jurassic Park. Uh, not not dinosaurs, but extinct animals everywhere. And then with Lost, you've got uh, all of the different plot. Uh, well, not a whole, not quite as many maybe as Lost, but a bunch of different plot lines going on of different groups uh, of the survivors around the island. And as as you get deeper into it, you start to see the layers of the onion peeling back, and uh, there's. Uh, the Lost comparison is actually pretty good now that I think about it because there are lots of layers to it. And it it's it's really... A, it, on, on the one hand, it does have some like the romantic drama high school series kind of stuff well, going mean, on. I mean, it is a manga. <laughs> but, but overall, it's really a mystery and a psychological thriller. And holy cow, the twist at the end. Uh, I it's it's fairly long. Uh, I forget how many chapters it is. Let me look it up real quick. But uh, it is it is out in uh, it is licensed and printed in the United States. Okay, there's 21 volumes. Uh, so I I don't know how many chapters that is. But it's it's definitely uh, for ages 16 and up. I'd say. Uh, there's a fair amount of nudity. Uh, there's a really high body count. Uh, Sounds it's, good to uh, me. It's, it's, it's fairly violent. Sounds good to me. Uh, it's I wouldn't it. It's not like battle royale, I'm... but it's 
it's still pretty rough. I'm 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 decently okay with this, but it, it's 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 fascinating to just follow and see where the story and the character development and just the unraveling of all of the mysteries of everything that's going on just to see where it all goes i I'd, I'd i'd give it a pretty solid uh, thumbs up uh so if if that sounds like it would be your kind of thing if you were a fan of i don't know a series like death note maybe uh that it then it might be up your alley uh is kind of what i can think of so again that's cage of eden or eden no ori uh, I won't judge you if you go to some sketchy online manga reader site to read it, but uh, if if you can afford it, I do recommend getting the officially licensed uh, volumes. Uh, so go check that out. Go look for that. And uh, let's move on now to... One more thing! Which this Gong. week, of course, is the still from the Warcraft movie. Uh, if you have been anywhere around internet and people who are into WoW or Warcraft or Blizzard or sci-fi and fantasy or movies at all over the last week or so, you'll probably have seen it. We'll have a link to it Madly in the show notes. Orcs. Uh, in it, all caps. There's uh, There's kind of a studio shot of... Grom of no Orgrim. Orgrim Doomhammer, and there's also a still from the movie. And based on just those alone, if Warcraft doesn't win basically all of the technical Oscars for costume design, for visual effects, all that sort of thing, if it Riot. doesn't win all of those Oscars, a huge injustice will have been done. Against, we riot, against we riot film kind. Yes. Uh, because Manly Orcs. <laughs> manly Orcs, yes. Uh, and what's what's incredibly fascinating to me about it is it looks like makeup. It looks like a guy wearing 300-style prosthetics and incredible makeup and body paint to look like a brown-skinned Draenor Orc. I, it's, I mean, to be fair, he would have had to have worked out a lot. Because prosthetics, prosthetics. Uh, oh. They like in three hundred, they used prosthetics and makeup to make the guy's abs look as ripped as they are. That sort of thing. I to maybe to an extreme degree, but it's not that. It's actually all CGI, and even in the previews, still from from the movie, uh, supposedly that entire shot, everything in it is. CGI. And is it CGI? Yeah. Uh the the character what? the character is entirely CGI and what they've done is a blend of 3D modeling and motion capture and uh 3D scanning of the actor uh Rob Kaczynski I think is his name who plays Yeah, it's Rob Kaczynski. Rob Actually, Kaczynski. I think it's uh I think it's mocapped. Yeah, uh, they they are using mocap for the animation, the movements, and then they also used uh, 3D scans of the actor and digital compositing of that with the 3D art of an orc body type to actually make the character. 
it's fascinating the way that they're doing this. Uh, the the doors that uh, go as far back as Gollum in the Lord of the Rings trilogy back in the early two thousands. Uh, it's like to Avatar like, five years ago or so. It's like because I saw this movie recently. It's like Hulk in Avengers: Age of Ultron because mm-hmm. when he goes when he goes all big and green and starts smashing stuff. Uh, I believe that they mocap the actor doing the stuff and then just CGI the actual Hulk in. Yeah, and and they that makes sense. With with the Lord of the Rings, one thing that they did with like for the cave troll in Lord of the Rings, they made an actual physical model uh, in in the same pose and everything that they would make a 3D model, and then they used a handheld 3D scanner to scan that into the computer as a 3D model. What they're doing for Warcraft with the actors is that same sort of thing, just with the actual actors instead of... When did Lord of the Rings come out? Because that's impressive. 2001, 2002, and 2003 is when those movies came out. That's impressive. And I I still go back and watch them once a year, and it it still doesn't feel like they've aged at all. That's impressive for a movie franchise that came out. 12 to 14 years ago yeah and the effects in it are so still just so spectacular they they do really hold up still i i've I've heard some people say that they're kind of starting to show their age but i'm not seeing it uh they're they're still just as fantastic in my book as they were the day they came out but uh like i said the the techniques used uh practically pioneered in that movie are what's being used now for warcraft and uh, if if the whole movie looks as good as just these stills of Orgrim, then holy cow, I, next summer cannot come soon enough. Uh, I am, I, as much as I'm on board the Star Wars Episode Seven hype train, I, I'm driving the Warcraft hype train. I'm, I tie me to the front of that hype train with bungee cords because I am, I entirely as onboarded as as it is possible to be i i want all of this right now we in my face more of this now please right now i'm still amazed maybe blizzcon maybe that's what we'll see more i'm still amazed that not a single frame of the trailers that they've shown at uh that they show that they've shown at blizzcon and i don't remember some other thing had haven't leaked out in the slightest not a single frame from them has come out uh, all that we've gotten are the things that have been officially released i had the maybe maybe blizzard's already taken those people out that have well could could be uh, <laughs> and they, they were just quick enough for no one to notice uh, that's that's entirely possible but i uh, Oh, so excited for the Warcraft movie. And uh, there's there's always the possibility that it just kind of falls flat in the story and the execution. But visually, everything that we've seen come out of it, little though it, is, little though it has been, has just whetted my appetite so much that I, I, I am stoked for it. I'm yep. 100% on board. Yep. But for now, Star Wars... For now, this Star come Wars. Out yes, hype droid rolling. In the meantime, manly orcs. Manly orcs. All right, I think that's going to do it for uh, for this episode. If you want to check out our show notes, find uh, MP3 downloads of the episode, links to our Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, RSS, iTunes. All that's on our website, lifeislite.com. 
uh, keep an eye out in the next couple of weeks because I am working on a new website for us. Uh, we're we're finally going to be moving away from Tumblr and onto something that cuts out uh, about half of the steps that I have to do after we stop recording to actually get the episode posted. So uh, I'm mostly doing this just to streamline my workflow, but hopefully it'll make a better experience for visiting the site, interacting with us, getting in the episodes, looking at the notes, all of that. So anyway, in the meantime, all of that stuff is still and will always be available at just lifeislete.com. That's L-I-F-E-I-S-L-E-E-T.com. Uh, if you want to find us directly on Facebook, we're at fb.me slash lifeislete, at lifeislete on Twitter, plus lifeislete podcast on Google Plus, and just uh, search for lifeislete on iTunes. And if you want to watch our live stream, which is usually on Tuesday nights, but we're doing it tonight on Wednesday just because that's when it happened to work out for us. Uh, but you can find that at lifeislete.com slash live or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash lifeislete. And that's also where Aaron and I will usually be able to be found whenever one of us or the two of us happen to stream any games. Uh, I stream some PS4 sometimes. We'll stream Heroes. Again, all of that you can find at lifeislete.com slash live. Uh, or find me at twitch.tv slash jbhanna, Aaron at twitch.tv slash plato0. Uh, I write this thing, so blame me if anything is wrong. Stuff I do is all at jbhanna.net or at at jbhanna on Twitter. If you want to contact the show with any feedback, comments, suggestions, recommendations, audio attachments, all of that can be sent to us at podcast at lifeislete.com. That's going to do it for this week. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening, for downloading. Uh, for me, for Aaron, we'll be back next week. Until then, everyone within the sound of our voice, take care. Happy hunting!